Yo! Good evening! It's about that time. It's about that time. Tell your people that we in here! We in here! It's Thursday. It's South Friday, so let's turn it. Let's go! Oh, yeah, I'm in here, are y'all in here, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, let's get it. We on the corner, we on the corner, we on the corner. When you get in, say good evening and drop those anchor emojis if you anchor in the Lord. If you anchor in the Lord, my soul has been, yeah, you know the rest. Drop those anchor emojis. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Yo. Good evening, good evening, I see ya, I see ya, I see ya brother Bo, God bless you man, I see ya, I see ya, I see ya, let's go, let's go, yeah. to tell y'all the queen is here lady mayberry is in the building she's in the building i see you i see you i see you drop those anchor emojis if you're anchored in the lord my soul has been anchored i see you brother b i see you i see you i see you i see you good evening we got a good one. We got a good one. We got a good one. Yeah. We got a good one tonight. We got a good one. Yeah. We got a good one. We got a good one. Good one. Y'all come on in here. Come on in here. Good one. I'm excited. I'm excited. Can you tell that the brother's excited? Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Let's go ahead and do something a little different. That's somebody. They need a little bit of encouragement. Yeah, they need a little bit of encouragement. I want to let them know. Hold on.
yeah, that's why I do it Took me a little time, but I guess you always knew it That I would come back, prodigal son Now I'm on this journey for souls Until that battle's won, will I win every soul? Nah, but I die trying Cause I'm sick of my community suffering and mama's crying I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me So there's nothing that my girl can't change, including me Yo, I live by his word, and nothing else Cause this word is so sufficient, it can stand on my itself See, the truth will set you free, set you free True indeed, cause I'm walking through the valley with the Lord as my lead Gave me a mission to reach to you, so I pray I will succeed And so far my friends been answered, cause I got the tools I need So I'ma keep on pushing, let them edit my story If the end is about the Christ, I won't see you That's right. That's right. You're listening to the Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host, yeah. Pastor JT, Senior Pastor of House of Deliverance of Crowley, Texas. We hope you enjoy this broadcast. This is an in-house production. Yes, indeed. We in here. We in here. We in here. We in here. Celebrating our small, our small victories. Yeah, 16 downloads today. Yeah, small victory, small victory. We over 500 followers on Instagram. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name, praise the name of the Lord. We're doing a tremendous job. Our marketing team, great job, great job. Do your thing, do your thing. Yeah, we got some new listeners, got some new listeners, and I want to show my appreciation to the people in Newark. Newark, Connecticut, oh yeah, Columbus, Ohio, Bellevue, Florida, Miami, Florida, Cleveland, Ohio, Lakewood, Ohio, Palm Beach, some people at Palm Beach listening y'all, Palm Beach, Florida, Peterson, New Jersey, San Contrina, Brazil, Brazil been showing Love, Sao Paulo, Brazil, Porto Alegre, Brazil, Jundia, Brazil, Jonaville, Brazil, Brisbane, Queensland, Australia, Jundalup, I think I'm saying that right, Australia, Lagos, Nigeria, Brussels, Belgium, Berlin, Germany, Dublin, Ireland, London, England, Moscow, Russia, Cologne, Germany, Frankfurt, Germany, 
Montreal, Canada. Rocky Mountain House, Canada. Vancouver, British Columbia, Minnesota. The Windy City, Shocktown. Sacramento, California. San Jose, Wichita, Kansas. Osborne, Virginia. Alexandria, Virginia. PVU, Preview University is up 28 to 29, 20 something. 20 something. They winning right now on ESPN. PVU, Garland, Texas. Dallas, Texas. Mesquite, Middle Ohio. Mansfield, Arlington, Texas, Austin, Texas, Mars Hill, Texas, Purse, Houston, Denton, Corinth, Fort Worth, Everman, Alvarado, and Crowley, Texas. That's what's up. That's what's up. We appreciate the love to all our new listeners. Looks like it's all across the globe. All the way down in Australia. Really? We got a preacher's corner. Listener in Australia. God is good. Y'all ain't in here. Y'all ain't in here. Watch this. If you haven't had the opportunity, check us out. www.thepreacherscorner.net There you'll be able to find out all that you need to know about The Preacher's Corner. If you decide or wish to have your business promotional displayed during the broadcast, email us and let us know. And we will get you what you need. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Look up to the top of the screen and follow the directions. If this is your first time with us, uh, go ahead and subscribe. Hit that like button and drop those anchor emojis if you are anchored in the Lord. My soul has been, yeah, anchored. That's right, that's right, that's right. Shout out to each and everybody that's in the building. Who's in the building? I see ya. Sister Tiff is in the building. I see Sister Bernicia is in the building. The Gill family is in the building. Sister Patrick, she's in the building. And she done dropped her anchor emoji. Yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Brother Bodine is in the building. And Brother Brandon, Brother Brandon, Brother Brandon, Brother Brandon is in the building. Mafia. Gang. Gang. That's what's up. We have to. Because we don't want no trouble. We don't need no trouble. We want to practice our fair use act. Copyright disclaimer under section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976. 
Allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Looks like we got everything out of the way. God Almighty, I did that quick today. I did that so quick today. Oh, yeah. We got a preacher in the building. We got a preacher in the building. He's none other than Bishop James. Bishop James Nelson. Bishop James Nelson Jr. has the spirit of David, a man after God's own heart, his love. And his love and admiration for God is visible through his preaching, his worship, and his praise. Bishop Nelson has served in ministry for 30 years, preaching and teaching God's word, both nationally and internationally. Bishop Nelson successfully served as pastor in Cambridge, Maryland, under the leadership of his father, Bishop James Nelson Sr., as well as assistant pastor, watch this, to Pastor Jamal Bryan of the Empowerment Temple, Baltimore, is now in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. In April in 2008, Bishop Nelson successfully launched Destiny Church. That's where he is right now. As senior pastor, God has given him the mission to minister to God's word to a hurting generation by equipping, educating, and empowering them to fulfill their God-given destiny through love. Through love. Man, I was blessed by this word. Listen. If you miss any episode of the Preacher's Corner, um, this one will tie every single one of them together, including what we've been preaching at House of Deliverance. It's crazy. It is crazy confirmation. Um... I understand. I get it. I, I get it personally. I get it. I see exactly what God is doing. Not just for House of Deliverance. Not just for the Preacher's Corner. Not just for Mafia. Not just for our personal businesses. But for the body of Christ. I am excited. Y'all ready? You're listening to The Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host, Pastor JT, Senior Pastor of House of Deliverance of Crowley, Texas. We hope you enjoy this broadcast. This is an In-House Production. I am grateful today, so Tatasha is with us. Listen, I'm grateful today. I feel that God is up to something. And what I don't want us to do is miss what God is about to do. So as we get ready to go into the word, will you just open your mouth and just worship the Lord right here? Father, we thank you. 
we honor your presence we open up our hearts our minds and our spirits for whatever you want to say today we thank you and we thank you and we thank you revelations chapter number 12 god i feel you in the room revelations chapter 12 verse number 7 and there was war in heaven michael and his angels fought against the dragon and the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not neither was there a place found any more in heaven and that and the great dragon was cast out that old serpent called the devil and satan somebody say the devil is defeated which deceiveth the whole world he was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him and i heard a loud voice saying in heaven now is come salvation strength and the kingdom of our god and the power of his christ for the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before our god day and night and they overcame <laughs> and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb by the word of their testimony that's why i got you talking today because your mouth getting ready to get you something and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they love not their lives unto death the word of god is blessed you may be seated i want to talk today for a few moments i want to talk today from the topic ordered chaos i want to talk from the topic ordered chaos order chaos and to all the leadership of the house i honor you today order chaos i i um after service today i, I i've written a book it's called the answer and um, I'll be out there signing books for all of you uh, by faith that will support me. Uh, it is, it is a, a powerful book, and, and this is uh, a part of, of, of the message today. I know it might sound like a shameless plug. It might be, but uh, it's, it's actually, it's actually uh, a, a part of what I'm talking about today, just for a moment. Um, th this book deals with understanding who you are, and it, it brings you to a place of appreciating your journey to understand that nothing in your life is by happenstance. That it takes a certain makeup in order for you to be who you are. So there are certain things that God will allow to happen to you to ensure that you become the person that you need to be so that when it is time for you to fit that perfect place that he has created only for you to fit, that nobody else can fit there but you. So it teaches us to appreciate the journey. It brings healing from the past, but then it helps us to understand how God operates. And, and one of the, the parts of, of, of the book talks about divine uh, chaos and ordered falls. And, and the principle of it is simply this, that your destiny is too big for you to miss it. Your destiny is too big for you to miss it. And so as a result, many times God will not leave us to our own. He will not leave us to our own plans, our own mind, our own agenda. 
God will many times intentionally allow things and orchestrate things to happen that may seem weird, contrary, disruptive, but it is designed to redirect us to ensure that we get to where he says we're supposed to be. Are y'all with me here today? So, so, so the, the book talks about that, and, and, and with that mindset today, we approach this text. It is interesting because the book of Revelations is, is the culminating book of the canonical Bible. It, it, is, it is the book that gives us hope of futuristic states and things that are to come. It, it deals with uh, where all things will culminate. It, it gives us hope of the future. It, it is interesting because um, the Bible gives us understanding that Revelation is one of those books it is full of signs and symbols, and it is one of those books, truth be told, you may not fully understand all that's in it, but the Bible says you are blessed if you just read it. So even if, even if you read it in a translation that makes sense, it just gives you a sense of things that are to come. A couple of things that we need to understand about the book of Revelations, it ensures us that we're not wasting our time. Let, let me explain what I mean by that. You have to understand this. You are not just sitting in church and saved just for today. Salvation is bigger than just for today. Salvation ensures that God forbid, but if we take our last breath, that we can live with the Lord. So you got to understand that. With that, Revelation gives us clarity and a surety that everything that God says about what is to come is for real. And, and, and it, is, it is powerful for us to look at this. It is written by the Apostle John, and it is powerful because the Apostle John was sent to an isle called Patmos. He sent to Patmos, and what's powerful about him being in Patmos is this. He's sent there in exile as a form of punishment. And here's what's crazy. They put him in isolation. They excommunicate him with the expectation for him to die. They put him there with the expectation for him to die. I'm going to hasten along, but I need you to get this. It is crazy because while he is in isolation, while he is excommunicated, what happens is God starts talking to him. It is interesting because study shows that isolation can mess with your psyche. It can mess with your mind. Different studies have shown that there are different people that have, have gone through different uh, forms of it from people that have been put into prison for 10,000 hours in an Iranian prison in a small cell with no human interaction to those that intentionally locked themselves in a room for 30 days as a, an experiment to see what would happen. It messes with your psyche. It, it plays games with you. So here's what's crazy. They put them in a place to mess with his mind. They put him in a place to drive him to a place where ultimate it's death, mental first and then later physical. But what's crazy is what they thought they tried to do didn't work because they isolated him, but it set him up for God to talk to him. I, 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 wanna, I wanna talk to somebody today because it is interesting that people don't realize how they mess with you when you are a person of purpose. They try to do things to alienate and isolate you, but what they don't realize is all they're really doing is setting you up for God to give you a revelation. And here's what you need to know. I'll never die as long as I get a revelation. Because God never gives me a revelation for me to die with it. I need y'all to let that sink in. 
He will never tell me something I haven't known before for me to die. He will give me revelation because it means I got something else to do. And I came to just talk to somebody in this room today to let you know God is about to give you a revelation about something that is to come. And the celebration of that is simply this. It doesn't matter what my chapter looks like today. This is not the last chapter in the book. God's about to show me something. And as long as I get revelation, I'm going to keep on living. Look at somebody and tell them, keep on living, keep on living. Solomon says, I shall not die, but shall live and declare the works of the Lord. So here's what's powerful about the book of Revelation, full of signs and symbols. And, and as we get to this, and it's a whole lot to it, so I can't get to all of it today. But I want to get right to the meat of it. Chapter number 12 is interesting because chapter 12 opens up by, in the first six verses, by giving us a depiction of, of an incident that that is to happen he, he talks about a woman being with child he calls it a great sign this is one of what they call seven signs it, it is a woman with child and then you see a great dragon the woman with child represents israel and represents the church the woman with child represents israel represents the church the great dragon is none other than satan the serpent so you have to understand this he, he is after what she is about to produce the child is, is Jesus the Savior. Here, here's what's interesting about it. It's, it's like the woman is in labor and the dragon is right in front of her waiting for her to get it out of her so he can kill it. Now, now here's what's, what, what we need to understand symbolically. First thing you need to understand, the woman pregnant represents you and I symbolizing we got something inside of us. I, I need y'all to say this. Say, I got something inside of me. I know y'all said that real weak, like y'all didn't believe it. I need y'all to say it like you got some confidence. Say, I got something inside of me. That's much better. All right, I like to hear that. Now, here's the second component. Here's the second component. The second component is that the dragon wanted to annihilate what she had in her because here's the power of it. It says then that what you're carrying must be potent and powerful and life-changing. The devil never wants to kill what doesn't have value. He never wants to kill what doesn't have value. So you got to understand this. Every time you get a thought of, of doubting yourself, you got to reaffirm, oh no, I got something inside of me and it's valuable. That's why you have to produce. That's why, and I'm repeating it, that's why you have to produce because somebody needs what you have locked up inside of you. Somebody needs what you have locked up inside of you. It is what's, what's interesting. I would have never imagined writing a book. I would have never imagined writing a book. Five years ago, you asked me to write writing a book. I, I, I would have doubted. A couple years ago, we would have never had this conversation. But here's what I had to realize. I had to realize that I've got something in me that's valuable that can bless somebody else. See, when you start believing in yourself, please hear me. When you start believing in yourself, that's when impact happens because what I found out is people already believe in you but when you don't believe in yourself it affects your effectiveness so it's really not about what other people think it's really about what you think about yourself I'm going somewhere we're going to tie this all in in just a second so, so look at this now look at this so immediately following this Immediately found this. The Bible says that the woman delivers and the child is taken up to God, which then gives us understanding that what we are producing is a God thing. Lord, have mercy. 
what you are producing is a God thing. The Bible says that gets taken up to God. So you got to understand that, that in the Bible, there are different people um, that gave birth. Birthing is all throughout the Bible. But there's a woman by the name of Hannah, and she is one of the only people besides Mary, the mother of Jesus, who birthed something that is giving directly to God. Directly to God. Because of the power of it, Samuel shifted a culture. He shifted a whole society. He set the stage for something else that was to come. Why is that important? Samuel was Hannah's son. You got to understand why this is relevant for us today. You, you are about to give birth to something or are birthing something because the Bible spoke that the woman was in labor. So you are actually in the place of birthing something that's literally getting ready to a community, a ministry, your family. Listen, what you're getting ready to birth is getting ready to break curses. What you're getting ready to birth, birth is getting ready to set a new precedent for your family generation. So it doesn't matter what your lineage was after you, it's about to be different. Am I making sense? So sickness might have ran in your family. Poverty might have ran in your family. Not finishing college might have ran in your family. Abuse might have ran in your family. But whatever was with you, it stops. And then you start a whole nother precedent of what's getting ready. I came to talk to you today because I'm standing in a room full of trailblazers. Oh, I feel you. It, this is a room of trailblazers. And because you are trailblazers, then you have to understand what you are birthing is bigger than you. So you can't be selfish and keep it to yourself. It is a seed that must be given to God. So let's go a little bit further than this. The Bible says that the very next verse, verse number seven says, there was war in heaven. That there, there was war in heaven. First of all, I don't know if you think like I think, but my, my first thing is, my first question is, how can there be war in heaven? Because the concept that we have been presented about heaven is, is the place where there's peace, tranquility, the presence of God. We know scriptures like in the presence of the Lord is the fullness of joy at his right hand. Our pleasures forevermore. When, when, when people die, we celebrate going to heaven. There's no more death, no more sickness, no more poverty, no more trouble, no more trouble. So heaven is that utopia. So how is it that the place that is a utopia has chaos? How, how, how can there be war in heaven? How, when we talk about war, war, war is a clash between, listen to this, two or more opposing forces. War is competition. War is conflict between two nations. Here's something else that I really like. War is sustained effort. Please hear this. This is the one that really stands out. Sustained effort to deal with or in unpleasant or undesired situations or conditions. War is an effort, listen to this, to deal with or in unpleasant and undesired situations or condition. So you got to get this now. So if there is a war in heaven, what that says is there was something in heaven that was not pleasant or desirable. There was something in heaven that caused 
there to be a need for conflict. I, I need y'all to hear this today. I need you to hear this. The reason why this is important is because that many times people avoid conflict because we like peace. But when it is something that needs to end, then there has to be conflict in order to end it. Can I help you with something? The reason why you feel opposition is because you are a force that's ending something that is undesirable, unpleasant. I just told you you're trailblazers. So, so if you're getting ready to shift your, your job, if you're getting ready to shift your family, if you're getting ready to shift this city, if you're getting ready to shift this ministry, if you're getting ready to shift in any area of your life, that means then something has got to end for something else to begin. Which means there's going to be levels of conflict. Oh, we, we're going somewhere now. There's going to be clashing. There's going to be conflict. See, chaos, when you understand chaos, it, it is simple. It deals, with, it, deals with, it deals with levels of disorder. It deals with levels of confusion. Sometimes, please hear me, sometimes whenever you are doing anything new, in the beginning, it always looks chaotic. This is why it is important that you don't judge things prematurely. Let's look at this just for a quick second. So you got to understand this, that, that, that whenever there is a level of chaos, it, it, it also deals with this, physics deals with this from chaos. It says it is a behavior that is so unpredictable as to appear random. Listen, but it is caused due to great sensitivity to small changes in condition. So whenever conditions change, it creates a level of chaos. Because chaos deals with disruption. Stay with me, I'm going somewhere. Chaos deals with disruption, disorder. So, so you have to understand this, all right? Let, let's, let's look at it for, for uh, just in a practical sense. Because sometimes it, it, we look at it too deep. If we were to rearrange the seating of this church and, and we wanted to change all the seats to face this way, for a while, it's going to look chaotic because we got to start turning the seats. We got to start moving the seats. And, and, and for a little while, it's going to look crazy. But here's the power of chaos. Science is the, the ability to bring order out of chaos. And so you got to understand that even in chaos, there's always a pattern. So to the, the average eye, when you just look at it, all you see is the disorder. Oh, man. If y'all came in here while we were in process of changing chairs, y'all be like, this is different. Pastor normally have order. Why the church look like this crazy? Man, I'm getting up out of here. Because all you see is the craziness. But to the person that's orchestrating it, they understand pattern. They understand order. And they understand this is a means to an end. <laughs> so sometimes God will allow chaos to happen in your life. And to you, because you haven't gotten the revelation of what he's doing, it looks crazy. But to God, who is the orchestrator and the architect, he understands there's a pattern. 
and he understands if you just keep walking, if you just keep moving, if you just keep pushing, if you just keep going, it's all gonna make sense. Can y'all just help me preach just for a second? Look at somebody here that's looking at you and tell them it's gonna make sense in a minute. It's gonna make sense. It's gonna make sense in a minute. It's going to make sense in a minute. The problem with us is we quit before it makes sense. You can't quit in the middle. You don't even know what God is doing. You can't stop yet. He just got started. You can't give up. You can't quit the marriage. You can't walk out the job. You can't quit the ministry. You can't commit suicide. God has not finished yet. You are making decisions about a situation that's still in process. He's still doing something. The author Margaret J. Wheatley says, the things we fear most in organizations, disruption, confusion, chaos, need not be interpreted as signs that we are about to be destroyed. Instead, these conditions are necessary to awaken creativity. So here's what's crazy. Sometimes God will disrupt stuff to wake up something in you that you didn't even know was there. Sometimes God's got to break down, destroy, stop, intervene what the norm is to show you, oh no, you got a, you got a business in you. I, I, I keep using myself because here's the thing. I was broken a few years ago. I, I, was, I was in a mess a few years ago. I, I, I was in a place where I was in a dark, I, my life had crumbled. And things around me weren't happening. People that I thought wanted me didn't want me. I, I was excluded from things that I thought was a part of my destiny. Y'all not hearing me. And, 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 and I'll never forget it. Bishop Jake said something to me that, that changed my life. It didn't feel good when he said it. He said, sometimes God will break your heart to save your life. Sometimes God will break your heart to save. Listen, I'm here today because God broke my heart. So sometimes when you're in it, you can't appreciate it. But the psalmist said after he got out, he said it was good for me that I was afflicted. Oh, I know you don't like them turning on you. I know you don't like them leaving you. I know you don't like how they did. I know you don't like having sickness. I know you don't like having money problems. I know you don't like how your family is treating you. I know you don't like what's going on with the government, what's happening around you. But when you get out of it, you're going to turn around and say, it was good for me. It hurt like crazy. But I'm stronger, I'm better, I'm wiser because of what I went through. Now let's put some contact to this so I can get ready to close. Here's the power of this, y'all. The power of this is this. The war in heaven is not because the dragon started it. The war in heaven is because Michael started it. I, I, I need y'all to get this. I feel the Holy Ghost here. <laughs> 
See, here, here, here's the power of the text. The power of the text is, see, Mr. Joe, I thought that this happened because the dragon was trying to get in and do stuff in heaven. See, don't that make sense? It makes sense that the enemy, you disruptive, you're a mess anyway. But that's not the power of the text. The power of the text is that the chaos happens because Michael engages the dragon. This is the clash of the titans. This, this is good versus evil. Faith versus fear. Listen, I need you to hear this. Why is this important? Because this is why it happened. It happened because he was trying to purge heaven. <laughs> Anytime God allows chaos, it is because he's doing one of three things. Purging, preparing, or positioning. Purging, preparing, or positioning. It's going to be one of those three things. Anytime God randomly just allows stuff to happen, and I need you to understand this, because God initiated this. He's purging, he's prepping, and he's positioning. So you got to understand this. See, may maybe y'all misunderstood. Maybe you thought that where you are is all that there was. May maybe that's the misconception. See, maybe you thought that, that yeah, you don't finally came up because your pastor's an exceptional preacher. You got a great church. God is doing some things in your life. Things have changed. And maybe you just thought where you are in life is it. See, see I came, I came, maybe I came to bring some little chaos today because I came to help somebody understand this ain't it. Let me tell you what this is. This is called Elam. If you study scripture, there's a place when the children of Israel were passing from Egypt to the promised land. They got to a place where it was the place of 70 palm trees. It was beautiful in the midst of the desert. It gave them a reprieve. And here's the danger. Sometimes when you get to an Elam, you think it is the promise. Elam is only designed to refresh you, to empower you, and to give you what you need to finish the journey. Lighthouse, I came to tell you, this is not it. And let me tell you how powerful this is. If you think where you are is good, then God knows. Can you imagine where it must be when you get there? All right, y'all not happy enough for me. Maybe I'm going to try some of y'all on this side. I said, if you think where you are is good, then if this is what you think is good, can you imagine where God must be getting ready to take me? That's the wrong section. I'm going to try the middle section. Maybe y'all with me. I said, if you think where you are now is good, imagine where you get when God is finished with you. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. Neither has it entered your heart. The Bible says he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that I can ask or imagine. So, for my last few moments, I want to, I want to, I want to work on this because that 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 is a great concept. Lord, I feel God. That that that's a great concept. As, as just leaving it in heaven.
it's, it's a great concept. But, but, but if you remember, I told you that the Bible is full of signs and symbols. So there's symbolism in this. So, so here's the thing where it becomes practical to us. So the, the, we, we understand that from the dust we've come. Can, can we agree with that? We understand from the dust we come. The Bible even says that, that we have treasure in earthen. Come on, y'all talk to me. The Bible says we have treasure in what kind of vessels? Earthen vessels. So I need you to follow me. We have treasure in earthen vessels. So when we talk about that, we're talking about this. Y'all with me? When we talk about earth, we're talking about this. When we talk about earth, we're talking about this. But here's the catch. If this is earth, this has to be heaven. All right, I, I see some of y'all just looking at me. Let me say it again. If this is earth, this is heaven. The warfare is not in earth. The warfare is in heaven. Your fight is not in your body. The fight is in your head. All right, some of y'all, some of y'all still don't believe it. Let, let's, let's go with the word. Paul said, he said, oh wretched man that I am. He said, who shall deliver me from this body of death? He said, because there's a class in my mind. He said, I want to do good. He said, but there's another law warring against the members of my mind. When you look at Corinthians, it talks about the weapons of our warfare are not calling, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of what? Strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Last time I checked, strongholds, imagination, knowledge is all in my I need you to look at your neighbor. They might look real nice, but look at them and tell them it's all in your head. It's all, it's, it's all in your head. It's, it's all in your head. It's, it's, all, it's all in your head. Look at the neighbor that look like they don't want you to talk to them. Talk to them anyway. Tell them it's all in your head too. It's all, it's all in your head. I know you got your degrees. I know you fine. I know you look good. I know you a minister. I know you an elder. I know you say, but when it's finished, it's all in your head. Let me, let me tell you why we don't understand that. Let me, let me tell you why we don't understand it. Because if the enemy can get your head, he's got your future, he's got your destiny, he's got your purpose. If he can get your head, he's got your ministry, he's got your finances, he's got your... Y'all look, looking at me. If he can get your head, because as a man thinketh, So I come after your head. All right. Some, some of y'all don't understand the scriptures. So let's go old school. In Vogue said, free your mind. See, I, know, I knew some of y'all. See, because if I can't get you with the word, I know how to get you. We're we going to get you either way. Free your mind and the rest is going to follow. Because wherever my head is, all right, Here, here's, the, here's, the, here's the other. The Bible says this Thy kingdom come and thy will be done. How? 
as it is where? All right, y'all gonna get it after a while. See, it's, it's earth mimics heaven. All right, let's go a little bit further. Whatsoever you bind on what? Shall be what? Whatever you loose on earth shall be what? Here's, here's what we got to understand. That's the way King James Version says it. But the, the translation says, whatever you bind on earth is already bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth is already loose. Y'all can get it after a while. So that means then that I mimic on earth what heaven is doing. So, so, so the, the enemy wants to war against the central control unit of your life. So he'll do stuff to get in your head. Some stuff is not about the thing. It's really about getting in your head. Let, let, me, let me prove it. Last thing. Let, last thing to prove that this is about your head. The Bible says that he is an accuser. Accusation is not truth. But it is statements that can cause opinion. It's about getting in your head. So, so when you hear stuff like, you can't afford that. When you hear stuff like, you'll never be able to do that. When you hear stuff like, you messed up too bad for God to use you like that. When, when, when you hear stuff like, you're not worthy to be loved. When you hear stuff like, how in the world can I do this? Or maybe, maybe y'all like me, when God tells you something about your future, you be like, are you serious? You start looking around like, like me? Because, because what happens is things are insinuated. And, and Lord, I wish I had time to deal with this. Huh. Okay, let, let, let me prove it to you. When, when Eve ate of the tree, if you study that progression, she did not just eat once the serpent talked to her. Here's what happened. The serpent suggested something to her. He, he put a thought in her head. Then Eve stepped back, looked, and meditated on the thought he got in her head. And when her head agreed with what the serpent said, then she ate. She didn't just eat until her head said, it's okay. Because the Bible said, then she looked on the tree and said, you know what, he right. See, that's, that's how the enemy, Lord have mercy, that's how the enemy gets you. The enemy will sow a seed in your head. And the crazy thing, it is an accusation. It is not the truth. The devil is still a liar. And just because your mama spoke it over you and your family spoke it over you, it still don't make it true. The Bible gives us understanding. Let God be true and let every man be a liar. Your mama was still mad about what your daddy did. Your family was mad because you were favored. So they not going to speak nothing positive over your life. Your friends are haters. They not going to speak positive over your life. They don't want to see you succeed. They don't want to see you make it. So of course they're going to say to you, I don't know about that girl. The, the bigger picture is, God says, because I got to close. God says, y'all saying the work, my clock is running out. God says, I can't let that stay. 
Because what I need for you to do is so big that I need your head in the game. I'm closing, but, but I came to tell somebody it's time to get your head back in the game. Look, look at your neighbor and tell him it's time to get your head back in the game. No, no, y'all, listen, I need y'all to say it with an attitude like, like you got some confidence and some power. Look at your neighbor. Don't be scared of him. I told you I got your back. Look at your neighbor and tell him, get your head back in the game. Get your head back. Lighthouse needs you back in the game. Your family needs you back in the game. Your, your community needs you. Get your head back in the game. You got too much work to do to be sitting there going back and forth with the lies the devil is telling you. God never made no junk. He never made a mistake. I don't care what your background is. I don't care what your past is. I don't care what kind of hurt you went through. If we believe the word and we know that all things work together for the good. If it happened to me, it must mean some good is going to come out of this. So I close. There was war in heaven. But here's the conclusion of the matter. The Bible says there was no more place. Tell somebody as I close today and we're getting ready to pray. I want to tell you after today, there's no more place for negativity. There's no more place for doubt. There's no more place for self-hurt. After today, there's no more place for all of that negative stuff that the enemy's putting in your mind from here on out. It's nothing but faith, positivity. It's nothing but affirmation. I want to tell you, God is about to get in your head. So, you can play something soft, my friend. Here's, here's what he said. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. But, but, but there's partnership and the word of their testimony. So here's what that tells me. What that says is that we got the blood. Jesus died. He did his job. But now I got to start talking different. I got to change my conversation. I don't have time to deal with all this. I'm, I'm quitting so we can pray. But here's the reality. You don't need now to be surrounded with anybody that don't talk your talk. I give you divine permission to shift your circle. In this season of my life where I'm going, what I got to do, I can't have... Listen, if I tell you my dream and you start saying, you know, I don't know, mm -mm, I'm good. If I tell you what God said and you start saying, well, you know, we, you don't have to, no, I'm good. I, I'm not even going to let you finish. I'm going to shut you down. Would you do me a favor? Would you, would you rest on your feet all over this place? Divine ordered chaos. This is not the enemy. It's God. Ain't nothing wrong with you. You're not crazy. It's God. So here's what I want you to do today. If you would work with me just for 60 good seconds, I want you to grab somebody by the hand. 
I told you today when before I started, this is not personal just about you, but it's about you being accountable for your neighbors. So for the next 60 seconds, will you help me do this? Will you pray for your person whose hand you're holding? That God will cover their mind with the blood and that God will give them the courage to fight back. Because it's a war. I, I, I don't have to accept when the thought comes. It's a war. Just because it was said don't mean I have to believe it. It's a war. Because whatever my mind says, everything else will follow. Come on, pray. Pray, pray, pray. Real strong for these next 60 seconds. Come on, pray real strong. Plead the blood over their mind. Believe God with them. Speak positivity into their life. In the name of Jesus. 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 Do it for my neighbor. I plead the blood over every mind in this room. In the name of Jesus, God, cover them right now. I speak blessings. And Lord, give them the strength and the courage to fight and not be moved by what may seem chaotic. Thank you, Father, for the blessings on my neighbor's life. Now, Lord, I thank you for the purging. Get out everything that's not like you. Get out every negative thought, every negative spirit. I thank you for preparing them and I thank you for positioning them in Jesus' name. If you believe you got victory and you have overcome and are overcoming, I need you to clap your hands, everybody, and celebrate the Lord today. Productions with your host, Pastor JT, Senior Pastor of House of Deliverance of Crowley, Texas. We hope you enjoy this broadcast. This is an in house production. Go ahead and give him some praise. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Give him some praise. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. That's confirmation. Confirmation. If you have been present, if you watch any of the preacher's corner over the past month, if you was at House of Deliverance over the past seven years, that was confirmation. That was confirmation. It's not by coincidence that these broadcasts are linked. I have never before Tuesday night, because after the broadcast, I look for the next. I look for the next preacher to present, and I pray. That God leads me to a vessel that would speak a word 
in season right where we are and each and every time God has delivered God has delivered and it doesn't take long for him to direct me into the direction I believe that some of the things that we are dealing with is indeed ordered chaos the definition of order is to give authoritative direction or instruction to do something. Chaos, a place or a condition of great disorder or confusion. I believe it was in 2007, Lady Mayberry preached chaos in the call. Last night she preached uh, no crown, no cross, no, 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 no crown, no cross, no crown. All of the messages have went hand in hand. Oh, we dealt with a sacrifice this week. Oh Lord, we've talked about the devil being alive, and again. It's been brought back to our attention. I love the fact that he brought up this point. See, I know I got notes. I, I, I took plenty of notes. He started off by talking about his book. The book that's based on the fact that nothing happens in our lives by happenstance. And it takes a certain makeup in order to be who you are. In that book, uh, it brings forth understanding of who we are. And I plan on checking out that book. I believe it's on Amazon. It's called The Answer. I, I've, I've been asked by several of the people in our congregation how do you know your purpose we did a a, a series on who who are, who I am and so with we've been hearing the statements as such week in and week out week in and week out and it's evident that someone must have missed the episode so God keeps saying it again bringing it back to our attention God is intentionally allowing things to occur in our lives to ensure that we get to where he says that we're supposed to be not where our mama say not where our daddy say not where uh, we want to be but he purposely does things in our life to ensure we get to where he wants us to be how many of us know that salvation isn't just for today it ensures where we dwell eternally i love the fact that he brought up the thing about the the illustration in the in the text about the pregnant woman representing us 
and that's getting ready to give birth to something. As many of us contemplating starting businesses, going to school, or or buying a home, or 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 just even contemplating surrendering their all unto Him. You ought to be saying right now, if you didn't say it at that point of time, that I got something inside of me. Whenever the enemy uh, uh, comes against your mind and 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 comes against it and, and have you in doubt where you can't I can't do this I don't believe I can do this just reassure yourself say it out of your mouth that I got something inside of me what you're carrying inside of you it must be potent and life changing and the devil never wants to kill anything that doesn't have value. So if the devil isn't messing with you, the devil ain't bothering you at all, then there's no value to disrupt his kingdom. But if by chance you go into a whole lot of stuff, or uh, you, every time you turn around, your your mind is all topsy turvy. Everything seems like it's just stacking on top of each other. Then the enemy doesn't want you to know, or doesn't want you to give birth to that purpose that's on the inside of you. My God. Every thought of doubt, of uncertainty that comes out of your mind. We must counter that thought and speak over our lives by declaring there's something great on the inside, on the inside of me. That's why it's imperative for us to be fruitful, be fruitful and productive because somebody needs what we have that's locked up on the inside of us if we never give birth there'll be a neighbor there'll be a, a new customer there'll be a new church member there'll be uh, uh, somebody that you meet that at the store or in the park that would benefit from what's supposed to be birth out of you when you start to believe in yourself that's when impact happens when I started to believe in in myself on, on starting a podcast and doing a podcast regardless of how I felt about a speech impediment regardless of my knowledge of, of knowing how to download or how to upload a podcast or how I was going to insert graphics or how I was going to mix and do anything when I began to believe in my abilities there immediately became an impact when I believed in my ability, the preacher's corner has been heard all over the world. When I believed in my imp oh y'all ain't getting this stuff. What was on the inside of me? Lives, Brother Bodie, lives began to be changed. 
Have you ever been isolated by people? I have. I've been isolated. Blackballed. Mm-hmm. I've even had an individual to tell me that they can take my ministry to higher heights just by connecting with them. And when we didn't connect with them, it was as if they had spoke a word to the whole city, not to invite us, not to involve us. But thanks be to God for the isolation. Thank you, God. Because it gave us opportunity to hear from God. To come into our own. To birth out several ministries. Several ministries. Y'all ain't getting this stuff. Mm. We must utilize opportunities, even like isolation, to receive revelation. Because as Bishop said, as long as I got revelation, I'll never die. Because God doesn't give us revelation for us to die with it. If God said it, it's going to manifest. Before you close your eyes and go to heaven. If God said that that's what you'll do. If God said that's what you'll be. If God said that's what you'll have. It's going to happen. Before. He called you to heaven. It doesn't matter what my chapter looks like today. This is not the last chapter of the book. He encouraged us tonight. To keep on living, keep on living, keep on living, keep on living, regardless of how it looks on the news, regardless of how it looks in the employment field, regardless of how the bank account may look, the living conditions may look, regardless of how it may look right now, this is not the final chapter. Keep on living. In other words, keep on believing he said war is a sustained effort to deal with to deal with or in unpleasant or undesired situations or conditions I believe we've been at war we've been at war we've been at war before the pandemic the body of, of, of Christ has been at war for a very long time especially us as individuals because we've been hot and cold we've been on and off we've been inconsistent in every area of our relationship with Christ we've been at war and the war between our flesh and our mind has been unbearable Woo. In war, there's levels of conflict, and chaos deals with disruption. Whenever you're dealing with something new, it always seems chaotic. This is why you don't prejudge things uh, prematurely. Chaos is a behavior so unpredictable as to appear random, but it causes. Uh, sensitive in small changes causes us to be sensitive to small change we don't like change especially sudden 
change. When we went on lockdown, we were about to lose our mind. People that didn't normally go nowhere wanted to go outside. Wanted to be somewhere, but wouldn't normally be nowhere. Home in their bed. But soon as they said that we couldn't go nowhere, we wanted to do the opposite. We were in a chaotic situation, an unbearable, undesirable, uncomfortable situation. And that's how the enemy has us when we're in this battle with wanting to live holy, with wanting to change mind, with wanting to change attitude, with wanting better eating habits, with wanting better lifestyle, better physical seek, better physical fasana, better, better, better uh, uh, thinking. And as soon as we set our mind to do better, the enemy is right there to cause disruption. Bring on distraction. He said it's time for us to cut some of those individuals loose. How many times have we heard that? Lord help us. Mm. Whenever conditions change, it causes small chaos. Scientifically, it's the ability to bring order out of chaos. Y'all didn't hear that. Y'all didn't hear that at all. I believe I say that again. Scientifically, it's the ability to bring order out of chaos. He brings forth the chaos in order to ensure that there's order. Mm. He rearranged some things in your life in order for them to be placed back into the position that he originally designed and orchestrated it to be I believe the favorite one my favorite one they said God will break your heart <laughs> how many times have God broken your broke your heart golly in order to save your life to break your heart in order to save your life he says when you get out of it you shout to God and praise saying it was good for me that heartbreak that heartbreak that heartbreak remember that heartbreak you remember that season and when we come out of it with our hands up, everything that we went through to get us to where we are today, I give God praise for. I give God praise for, for, for having me in isolation. I give God praise for keeping me away from certain individuals, keeping me from going to certain places. I had an opportunity to, to, to leave out and go off with with a with a well-known rapper back in the day and my my dad wouldn't let me go and i couldn't understand why he didn't want me to go he didn't want me to go and he said son trust me believe me you don't need to go won't you try rapping uh, some gospel rap and i said man that's whack man ain't nobody doing no back then that was in the 90s the late 90s and why ain't nobody doing no 
no no gospel hip hop man that's whack needless to say he didn't allow me to go and those certain individuals that we were supposed to leave and go out of town with was arrested and they're still doing time needless to say that was for my good I didn't understand it then I didn't get it then but I give God glory for it now oh man I was in my Elam and that Elam was designed to prepare me to finish this journey if the enemy can get your head like he had mine I was hot I was mad at daddy. I, you just a hater, man. You don't, you just don't want me to do nothing. You don't want me to be grown. You don't want me to do this. And you don't want... The enemy had my mind. And I was raging in anger. Not knowing. It was all in my head. But it was all for my good. Let's go to the comment. God is on call 24-7. Amen. Brother Bodine. Amen. Amen. Lady Mayberry says, somebody is depending on you. It's our season. Unbothered unintimidated that's good that's good Lady Mayberry say was he at HOD last night this was in 2019 and the, the even funnier thing about it is I downloaded this uh, Tuesday night and Lady Mayberry didn't even know uh, nothing about this message and y'all see the outcome of what she preached last night. I'm telling you, God is on the preacher's corner. God endorses the preacher's corner. God is the motivator for the preacher's corner. God wants to save, set free, and deliver somebody through the preacher's corner. This was an Awesome ending to our week. Awesome, 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 awesome ending to our week. I hate that uh, the rest of the mafia didn't get everything that they needed to get. Maybe they'll catch the replay. And get on one accord one day. Lord have mercy. But I do understand what the Lord is doing. When there's chaos, you see, there's three things that the Lord is doing uh, there's purging, preparing, and positioning. And we preached each and every last one of those things. I remember the series on purging. I remember the series on preparing. And I remember 
the series on positioning. This has definitely been a lot of chaos within the ministry. Whenever there's something destined, a destination that we are designed and orchestrated to get to, the path won't be easy. The Lord wouldn't won't won't orchestrate it to be easy and the enemy show won't allow it to be easy. I have a saying, anything that's worth having is not easily obtained. Whether it be your marriage, a job, a friendship, you have to work at it. It takes work. It takes work. It takes even work to be a member, to be submissive to authority. It takes work to be under someone else's leadership. It takes work. It takes work. Can you imagine Peter, James, John being men, following Jesus everywhere that they go, being corrected, chastised? But in order for them to get to where God had for them to be, they had to be conditioned. They were disciples before they were apostles. Y'all ain't in here. They had to go through a transitional, transitional period. Can't nobody Can't let nobody Disrupt my path to my purpose Nor my destiny uh, Amen Lady Maybeer Amen Father God we bless you We magnify you and We adore you who you are in our lives, God, with this. Pray that this word don't fall on stony ground, God. We pray that it be received wholeheartedly in spirit and in truth. We ask that there be an alliance, senior war angels, into the minds of those that are at war with good versus evil even now God with doubt fear or anything that's in their mind that's hindering them from being all that they can be we ask right now in the name of Jesus that you cast out all those evil thoughts and low self esteem doubt weariness worrisome depression the fear of dying we ask that all those thoughts be cast out of our minds even now the thought of lack not being successful not being received not being loved not feeling wanted We cast those thoughts to the pits of hell even now, God. 
Where is such a loose peace in the mind even now? Lovely thoughts, pleasant thoughts, positive thoughts, happy thoughts, joyous thoughts, progressive thoughts, entrepreneurial thoughts, prosperous thoughts. Right now in the name of Jesus, you are who God says you are. You shall receive what God has promised in Jesus' name. We ask that you forgive us for all of our sins, even now, God. Blot out all of our transgressions. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Hope you were blessed. Hope you were blessed. Hope you were blessed. Hope you were blessed. We pray that you were blessed. He's turning it around for your good. Right now. Removing bad dreams right now. Fear gone right now. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Well, I hope you were blessed. Definitely thank each and every one that joined us live on our YouTube channel. And that will download this broadcast. Broadcast. And listen throughout the land. I want to encourage you. You're about to start something. You've been procrastinating all week long. I want to encourage you to start now. Get perfect later. Don't dream little. Dream big. When them people start to get on your nerves, use kind words. And even if you don't like them, say I love you. Somebody do something for you. Or you desire them to do something for you. Say please. Say thank you. Even if they don't do it. Be grateful. You see somebody that needs some help. Help others. Even times get rough, don't seem to be going your way. Let me encourage you. Don't whine. Sometimes you gotta laugh some things off. So I want to encourage you. Be silly. And when them folk step on your toe, cut you off on the freeway. Look at you crazy. Keep calm. And carry on. That's my time. I'm up. And I'm out of here. Salute. Yeah, Good night.
this is an in-house production. In-house! Yay! Productions. This is an in-house production.